0: I'm Phil Bechtel. Today's episode is sponsored by Kevin Lovegreen. I'm a fan of Kevin's Lucky Luke book series. It highlights family adventures in the outdoors. There are tales of hunting, fishing, and camping. He slips in a lot of jokes and wholesome action. I highly recommend his books, so head on over to KevinLoveGreen.com and use promo code KIDSTORIES for a great discount. Now on to some shout-outs. Sawyer, Reese, and Siler are big fans. Thanks for that drawing, Sawyer. I loved it. I think if you three were characters in the valley, you would be kid ninjas from a faraway land and you would work to protect your town from giants that leap down from the clouds to attack. Thanks for listening, Sawyer, Reese, and Siler. Jasper likes the stories and he shared a drawing that featured a mist fairy and I thought that was so good. Thanks for that, Jasper. I think if you were a character in the valley... You'd be a little kid ninja who was raised by good guy cave trolls and grows up to be a master of a cave troll dojo? Thanks for listening, Jasper. Emerald drew a picture of Master Momo fighting a four-eyed dragon. It's totally awesome, and you can check that out on the Kid Stories podcast Instagram. Thank you for that, Emerald. I think if you were a character in the Valley, you would be a professor at Dragon College, where you would teach dragons new magic and skills. Thanks for listening, Emerald. Today's episode is titled Manticore Part 3, and I hope you like it. Finn and Weston lay on the deck of their boat, feeling helpless. Images of the hundreds and hundreds of manticores kept flashing in their minds. There's just no way, said Finn. It's impossible, agreed Weston. Eugene and Max floated nearby the boat. Okay, I'm getting a little tired of hearing you two whine about this, said Max. But this is awful, Max, said Weston. We cannot defeat all those manticores. No, but you can control them, said Eugene, his eyes still closed from a recent nap. The brothers sat up. Don't tell them that, Eugene, said Max. You don't even know if it's true. Don't know if what's true, asked Finn. Uh, What do you mean we can control them? It's a myth said Max, from a thousand years ago, completely unverified. Eugene glared at Max. The story goes that the King Manticore lives in the moon, he began, and whoever finds him can control the entire horde of Manticore. Finn and Weston waited for more information. And? asked Weston. And nothing, answered Eugene. That's it. King Manticore lives on the moon, and if you find him, you get to control all the other Manticores. The moon? yelled Finn. First the bottom of the ocean and now the moon? This is ridiculous. How how would we even get to the moon? Uh, I heard Master Momo was a a space wolf or something, said Max sarcastically. Maybe he's got a spare spaceship lying around or something. Eugene rolled his eyes and glared at Max. I don't know about getting to the moon, but maybe ask around. You never know. One thing I do know is you two don't have a plan and I'm tired of floating out here in the middle of the ocean. Max and I are returning to the valley. I suggest you do too. Formulate a plan and prepare well. Eugene's huge gray wings spread out, and soon he and Max were merely a dot in the sky, flying back to the valley. Finn and Weston sighed and remained laying on the deck of their boat for a while. They were tired and frustrated and feeling sorry for themselves. Well, I guess the bottom of the ocean thing actually kind of worked out, said Weston. I mean, we found the lions. Maybe the moon thing is just the next step. Maybe, said Finn. I guess we head back to the valley and figure out how to get to the moon. Finn and Weston returned to the valley and spent weeks there consulting with a variety of scientists, wizards, and scholars. A scientist in power-up agreed to help them construct a ship that could maybe get them to outer space. But they were having a fuel problem. All of the most powerful things that could feasibly blast them into space could also just blow the spaceship up entirely. No one had ever tried this before. One day they were at the academy, researching different materials that they could use as spaceship fuel. Professor Pilsen was showing them some different powerful liquids and explaining their properties and uses when Hamish overheard them talking. The moon, did you say? asked Hamish. Did I hear that correctly, that you're trying to go to the moon? Huh? Oh, yeah, said Weston. We're, we're trying to get to the moon, but all the fuels we've experimented with will likely just blow the ship to bits. And we don't even have the ship yet, added Finn. The scientist said it won't be finished for months. You don't need a ship, said Hamish. The Lady of the Lake will send you to the moon for a price. The brothers perked up and gave Hamish their full attention. Professor Pilsen leaned in as well. The Lady of the Lake lives on the dark side, said Hamish. She lives in a big lake, and if you go to her, she can send you to the moon through the reflection it casts on her lake. Have you been to the moon, Hamish? asked Pilsen. He had never heard of the lady in the lake and was intrigued. Oh, no, no. I wasn't interested in paying her price, said Hamish. She requires a fee for sending you there, a sacrifice of something very valuable. But I know where the lake is if you're interested in going. Let me know. Hamish then went about his business. The dark side, said Weston, have... Have you ever been to the dark side? He turned and asked Professor Pilsen. Pilsen shook his head. No, and I don't plan on going either. And I don't recommend anyone else go. The dark side was a part of the planet that saw no sunlight. Out in space, the other planets and moons always blocked the sunlight from reaching this one particular region. The only light it got was from the moon shining at night. No one ever went to the dark side. It was super dangerous and scary. The boys thought about it for a minute. Oh, man, I, I don't want to go to the dark side, said Weston. Me neither, said Finn. But the ship won't be completed for months, and even then it doesn't sound like it's ever going to work. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right, I know you're right. It just seems like this mission is getting out of control, said Weston. The brothers prepared for their trip to the dark side. The heroes of the valley helped as much as they could, offering useful items and advice, but a negative energy began to fill the minds of Finn and Weston. They were afraid to visit the Lady of the Lake, and they felt more and more that they may not ever save their lions, and a small part of them felt like they may never return from the dark side at all. But still, they pressed on, They honored their role as protectors and vowed to save the lions. Finally, the day came. Residents of the valley graciously provided them with everything they would need for their trip and more. They sailed for weeks to finally reach the dark side. Their boat bobbed up and down in the water as they looked into the darkness. Their boat floated in the sunlight, but right in front of them was like a wall of black. The sunlight sparkled off the water all the way up to the edge of the dark side where everything was dark and the waves could barely be seen. The boys sat on their boat and looked into the darkness for a bit before entering. Strange blinks of light and and faint glowing things cast gentle flashes on the surface of the water in the dark side. A whole other world was in there. A world they would rather not enter. Finally, the sun set, and the moon hung high in the sky, casting a glow on the dark side, allowing the brothers the ability to see a little bit. They raised their sails once again and entered the dark side. The End Thanks for listening, everyone. The website is kids Podcast.com. Send all your drawings and such to kids Podcast at gmail.com. Find other listener drawings on the Kids Stories Podcast Instagram and find hours and hours more content at patreon.com forward slash kids stories Podcast. Adios.